Hi. Hey. How are you? I was trying to take over your job for a moment. You were. You decided you knew better how to do it than I did. Well, I mean, I just saw the little memory card not in the slot, and it scared me. Yeah, because that's the one that doesn't work, and and we have to record three or four times every time we use it. Okay, that's fine. So we got the new one that's in the slot now. Yeah. That's always much better. We have recorded before a whole episode and didn't realize we didn't have a card in the slot. Do you remember that? We did that. that. That's true. It, that was re- a really great episode. I'm really sure was. everybody loved that one. <laughs> it really was a great episode. We were so disappointed, but maybe that was our judgment. So, Yeah, well, you know, it's the way it goes. <laughs> I was just trying to help. Well, I'm glad you are because I would have hated to record another whole episode with no SD card in to yeah. record it to. I don't want to be around you when you find out there was no SD card in there. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay. All right, so let's talk about uh, some of the things that have been happening with our dreams this this lately. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I was thinking yesterday, gosh, I wonder if people get tired of hearing about our dreams because we try to have you know guests on we tried to have a guest this morning and they declined but it was one of our children one of our children so (laughs) um but you know i was just thinking how do people get tired of hearing about our dreams you know and it's just look this is our personal life we do this not just because we we have fun doing it don't we yeah we do i do i mean i do too and i hope people can tell that you know that we you scratching your beard there, Michael. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I don't want people to think that it's all about us because, you know, we want to hear from you. You know, if you have a dream that you're interested in and thinking it's maybe a topic we haven't covered before or a question we haven't, you know, covered before, feel free to send that in. Michael, you can do a plug about how they can do that if they want to do that. No, we do. And we usually do that uh, toward the end. And sometimes I think people may have already cut off the, the podcast. So you can go to our website at mydreamstories.com or you can uh, log on to Facebook and find us at My Dream Stories or Dream Stories Podcast. And you can send us a message, shoot us a message, either one of those places. Let us know if there's something you would really like to uh, for us to cover. We can take up those topics. We occasionally, locally, people who listen in will actually call us uh, and ask us questions about dreams. Right. We try and discourage that yeah. because because um, it's, hard. it's hard and it doesn't give us a chance to answer it for the broader audience. It ends up right. just taking time with one person. So we really do like when people send us a message or touch touch base with us about questions because then we can cover them for everybody on the podcast right yeah i mean we have family members that call and stuff like that that's a little bit different you know we we right you know we, we, just... we we've had a family member call this week so i don't want them to yeah. think no that, no no not yeah. bad i'm not talking about that yeah so. but but in general you know we have quite a few listeners so if everybody decided to call in every week we would not have time to to live our daily lives you know it's one of the reasons we don't announce our telephone number on the <laughs> podcast. Right? So. but you know um uh, we we do want to hear from you you know and it, it really encourages us we had someone recently you know encourage us about you know several of our episodes so it does encourage us but it we does. don't do this for our own pleasure we do enjoy it and we love it we might would still do it even if we didn't have any listeners i don't know but i think it's good just processing things and and keeping track of of how we understand dreams and helping us with our own dreams by talking about it. Because, you right. know, sometimes you have a dream 
and you think you know what it's going to mean and what the end result of it's going to be, and it doesn't always turn out the way you thought it would. Right. And so having the opportunity to process and talk about them actually helps us with, with, with those types of situations. It's true. It's actually helped us recently it with has. a situation like it that. It has. And, you know, we, I, I've, there's a dream that I, I use several times, uh, I have throughout the podcast that we've done uh, about one that I'd had about our son, and we'll talk about that later. But, you know, you may hear us repeat some dreams sometimes. But, yeah, interestingly, this week, you know, I, I, as our listeners probably know, we've been going through some uh, – Sales of property, purchasing property. We're looking at building a place and and having that, a real studio. Well, having, not a real studio, but it will be a real one. Space for a studio instead of being stuck in the garage. Yeah. If it echoes this morning, it's cold in the garage, so we had to be. In we the had kitchen. to come into the kitchen where the sound doesn't work as well. So that's true. So if anybody had a fantasy about that, we were in this little cute little room with a glass wall that we had a producer on the other side and they had. The gray egg carton cushioning, uh, oh, sound absorbing Fantasies. things around. We just ruined them for everybody. We did. You and may even hear a cat run through yeah. the house, which I just, <laughs> I just heard a little cat run down the stairs. It was like, plop, 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 plop. So you may hear those. But anyway, so, you know, we, we have, uh, we, we've been going through some things selling a property, purchasing property, and we had one that did not move as well. Right, two of our pieces of property sold really quick, really easy. Everything went well, and mm-hmm. then the house we're in, we struggled with. And some people will remember we talked about a dream related to selling this house because we were seriously struggling with whether we started to build a new house while we're still living in and don't have the house we're in right now sold. Mm-hmm. And you, in the middle of a podcast, actually remembered a dream and actually right before we were about to start right. a podcast remembered a dream and we talked about it it related to um finding the new place before we sold the old place right and we had some thoughts I mean I don't know about you but I had some really strong thoughts about that because <laughs> the builder we were working with was trying to you know was was ready for us to go ahead and make a decision and sign a contract. I was struggling with that. And we had, during the time that we discussed that dream on our podcast, we had someone who had planned to come back in to look at the house we're in that we're selling for a second time, which is usually a good indicator. Mm-hmm. They had said they were very interested in the house. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to make an offer. Mm-hmm. And I rushed and rushed to get all the contracts with the builder signed so that we could, well, you know, I guess in my mind I was trying to make the dream come to pass. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is not a good thing to do. Right. But I, it's what I was doing. I rushed. I got everything. The The printer was out of ink. It didn't even print the contracts to looking decent. And I still signed them and scanned them and sent them back to the builder. Yeah. And a week later, two weeks later, the builder said to me, he goes, could you uh, – could you sign everything over again? Because we can't read the contracts. <laughs> but that's how serious I was on, I want to meet that dream. I want to accomplish what that dream said. Right. I, and there was the problem. I, 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 you know, I yeah. want to do these things. Did that I person actually them. make an offer, though, and it no. just wasn't the right one? They never nope. did make an offer. They never did even contact us again. Okay. Came and saw the house the second time and never contacted us again. And I was very disappointed. Because I was convinced if I signed the contract on the new place, 
It was like we were making things happen. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to do. And that's not, that, you know, it's really easy Look to fall Michael into that pattern. Look at being vulnerable. That's awesome. Well, you know. it's I, don't. <laughs> I really didn't know you were struggling through it like that. And honestly, I was struggling too with signing the contract. Yeah. So, you know, but, you know, you have these dreams. And a lot of times, remember what we say, when we're worried or we have fear or something like that, sometimes our dreams are motivated by our, our emotions. You know? They are. And, and interestingly, though, with this situation, it's not always just that our dreams are impacted and we end up with a soulish type dream. Mm-hmm. Because that dream had happened when we weren't, that we talked about had happened when we weren't even worried about selling the house. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know we were going to be. Selling the oh, house. Oh, this was a year or so ago, a year right. and a half ago even. You know? Right. So that dream was not impacted. It was not a soul dream. Right. But worry and anxiety will sometimes cause us to try and respond to a dream. Right. By making it happen instead of responding to the dream by allowing it to come to pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, hey, this topic is actually going to continue on our thought process of responding to dreams. I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, well, let's get to the point of what we were going to talk about, about um, what actually happened. So okay. I, right. I woke so, up, you know, um, this was last weekend, I think. Well, well finish, what, finish what occurred with the things. The people didn't make an offer. Okay. We signed the contract. Mm-hmm. Now we're obligated to build this house. We've got the contract signed. And the so people what my dream actually came to pass that I had dreamed, which was don't wait, go ahead and get your property, it, it, then worry about selling. It did, but it was me trying to make <laughs> it occur. And so what I thought was going to be the end result isn't. God, God gave the dream, and he wasn't going to let me fulfill the dream. Right. He wanted to fulfill the dream. Mm-hmm. So what I thought I was working towards fell apart. Yeah. Nothing happened at all. Then a couple of weeks pass, and what happens? You can so I uh, we had shown the house maybe one or two times in between. We got an offer in between, but it wasn't anything we could consider. Yeah, it was way below what. So it was we disappointment again. Disappointment right? again. So we just said, okay, you know, this is a process. We're not going to worry about it. We still try to maintain our faith, you know, and so we. We just said, okay, we're just going to wait. It'll, it'll be fine. We'll wait. And then we had someone call and say, hey, you know, we want to see the house. And then they um, came back and said, well, we want to change our time. And I thought they were canceling the appointment, but they weren't. They just changed the time. Right. So, you know, we got the house ready. And I woke up. I think it was Sunday morning. Yeah. It was Sun- a Sunday morning. I woke up Sunday morning. And... um there was a red card. As soon as I opened my eyes, my blinds were open. I looked out and I saw a red cardinal come and land on your dad's fruit trees up on the hill. And um, I was thinking, okay, that's a sign of something. Well, it's you know? a metaphor. It's like a waking dream is what it was for you. For right. you. Now, everybody can't take it this way. You can't respond to, we can't respond by saying every little thing we see is a sign for us. But. God often speaks to you through birds and and us through Especially birds, red cardinals. particularly red cardinals, because it's been a pattern of the way we've right. heard him over a long period of time. Not just that we randomly decided red cardinal meant something that day. Well, it's funny. I was thinking earlier today because I was thinking about was I going to share that, and I was thinking, you know, you could say to someone, if you always look for signs, you'll find signs, like in a smart way, like uh-huh. right. if you look for it, you'll find it. But you can also say you that. can say it the same way and have a different meaning. If you look for signs, they'll be there. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times people are going through life and they're not looking, 
uh, for signs. It's true. And they may be metaphorical signs, just like that red cardinal that morning, because remember, some of you are newer to the podcast than others. So I think in some of our very early episodes, we talked about the concept that dreams are not simply something you have at night while you're asleep. They are the metaphorical picture language of our creator who speaks to us often in the night while we sleep, but that's not the only time. So a cardinal outside the window we see with our natural eyes is not a dream by our traditional definition, but it is a dream by our metaphorical definition, that it is an image that conveys a message that needs interpretation. Well, it's true, and I, I felt like, okay, when I woke up and I saw that, and I said, Michael, you know, I just saw a red cardinal come and land. Maybe that means this person's going to buy the house. But I felt kind of weird saying it because I felt like every time someone came and looked at the house, we were wondering, is this the one? You know, so I thought, well, I'm just making this up or whatever. So then you said, well, that's interesting that you say that because I said, oh, there's a red cardinal. Could that be a sign? And you said, well. It was very interesting. I because, just had a dream. And I couldn't remember the dream. I couldn't remember anything about the dream. All I remembered when I woke up was that in the dream, the house sold. Right. That's the only thing I remembered in the dream. Right. And so we went through the day. We went to church. We came back home. And they were coming. They had come in between. We didn't hear anything. I laid down, took a nap. I was asleep for about an hour. I snored. It was a hard sleep. You did. You snored really good that afternoon. <laughs> I woke myself up a couple of times. When I woke up from that from that nap, I'd had a dream the house had sold. So you yep. and I dreamed the same day the house had sold. And whenever we, you and I have had dreams that were the same or similar or kind of connected, it usually was, there's usually something Significance significant it. Yeah. in it. But now, interestingly enough, we didn't take those dreams too seriously. We didn't. We kind of and, just and, were and like, that's mm, that's okay. really good because I took the previous one so seriously, I tried to fulfill it on my own. Yeah. We didn't take those two dreams real seriously, and I think part of it was I discounted those dreams as we want the house to sell so bad, maybe they were soulless dreams. True. That you dreamed it because I told you about dreaming. Right. We discounted those dreams. Yeah. And, and as a result of discounting them, some people can say, well, you didn't value them, so you didn't respond to them very well. Right. But in reality, in that situation, the result of discounting them was to leave everything in God's hands yeah. and not try and deal not with it Not trying ourselves. to make something happen. Right. That's true. So. And that made a big difference to our attitude towards the dreams. And the end of the story is? Well, the end of the story is we got a call late that evening that said the person who saw your house today would like to come back and look at it again. Second showing. And they wanted to come back the following day, like immediately come Mm -hmm. back and see it. So they did and made an offer. Uh, We countered. We got the bottom line numbers we needed for the house, and there's a contract on the house for sale. We're excited. Yeah, and And it's a contract that's very unlikely to to fail. I don't know which one's the applause button. Let's let's see. And I got the button right, too. <laughs> That's good. It could have been weird to have another button if it wasn't yeah. applause. The but laughter probably would that. not have been good. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. our, you know, you could probably put too much of an emphasis on dreams sometimes. I've had people, you know, share with me they've had a dream and they're supposed to marry this person and it hadn't happened. They married someone else. And I'm like, well, okay, then. 
you know, that has happened, what do you do? You can't live by your dreams. You cannot and, and live in, in it. In it, You can't. Okay, so let's just say, you know, someone disobeyed God. I don't know. You know, I don't know. You can't figure all that out. So it is so good to hang on to things very loosely. It is. And, and to not try and do it yourself. That's such a big part of this episode on responding to dreams. When we try and do things ourselves and make them happen, we usually get into trouble, particularly when it comes to understanding our dreams. Yeah. Now, there's not there's a lot of places that's true, and now now I am saying this from a Christian perspective as a follower of Jesus that I believe God is active in my life, right? And He guides my steps. In fact, there's a scripture that says He's a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Right. And that doesn't mean he's a big lighthouse beacon out way off in the distance that shows you the full way to where you need to go. It says one step at a time, he guides your steps. Right. And I believe in that. And as a result of that, I have watched myself when I try and take it into my own hands and deal with it my way, Yeah. see more things problematic come. I really do think that's true, even if we have some listeners who may not be a strong in their Christian faith or not even Christian in their faith, I really do believe when we try and make things happen, we take our strength and try and force things mm -hmm. to be what we think they should be. Yeah. It is problematic across the board. It is. I mean, we're not terrible people because we were, we were kind of prophetically trying to do kind of be in an obedient place and say, Oh, okay, I'll need to do these steps to be able to make this happen. When really we, we might want to just take a step back and go, okay, this and, happened. I'm getting these signs. I'm hearing this. I've had this dream. I was talking to a friend, and they said this out of the blue. I mean, we're kind of looking. We're not just looking at dream language when we talk about our where where our experience is through our walk with our Creator God. We are looking for signs, are not just signs. We're just looking for life experience to con firm things for us in direction right. that we need to go sometimes. Well, and sometimes it's not even trying to force it. It's just trying to do it your way. Yeah. You know, because in reality, the dream you had had that we needed to buy the new place before the old place was sold actually was fulfilled. Yeah. It just didn't happen the way I thought it would. It, right. it, it pushed me back into a place of faith instead of effort. Well, you know, there was a time um, before we moved because you know this is a family-owned uh, piece of property. So we there was a time when we were in our other house before we sold that that I'd had a dream. I don't know if you remember this, but I dreamed that we moved to Irondale and we moved into this house. Yeah, and I told you that, and you were like, "There's no way I will not do that." I liked my other house. Six months goes by, and you come to me out of the blue one day, and you just said, "Hey, I think we." Mike should do this. <laughs> Not yeah. Mike. Honestly, I wanted to choke you at that moment in but a kind God, and loving sort of way because I'm like, okay, I told you this six months ago and it would have been so much easier if we had done it during that time period than the time period you wanted to do it in because I'd started a job, all this stuff, right? It, it is, but think about it too. That was preventing us from doing things in our own strength too. Uh, right. And Because the timing was right when we did move here. And it was, it was a need, a need for our family as a whole, yeah. for uh, not just our immediate family, like our children yes. and us, but for my siblings and, yeah. and, the, and my mom, the whole right. family. It was right. a need. And it was not easy. The right. dream oh actually, goodness. the dream actually affirmed for us 
something that needed to be done Mm -hmm. when in reality, in that case, I really didn't want to do it. I know. And so I was saying that um, because it was me who was going, oh, we need, this may be something we need to do. And then we didn't do it. And I'm like, why didn't we do that? For whatever reason, you know, we don't, we don't always understand why you weren't ready and I wasn't. It is important that you, you know, if you are married, that, that when you're making choices like that, you can't be the only one who drives the car and says, right. okay, this is what we're doing and I don't care what you say. You and I, the way we move is we, we look for common agreement. Now, we may wrestle and fight until we get to that common agreement but we are looking for that to where we're both moving together right we're not it's 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 interesting that that really what we're finding here in this discussion is that our response to dreams needs to be intentional but it doesn't need to be uh forceful in other words trying to force it to come to pass there's a difference between responding as in i'm open and ready for what this dream is speaking to right and responding in saying i'm going to make what this dream said come to pass yeah it's true and 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 that also you know keep in mind that also speaks there are some dreams that are not about something coming to pass that's true that's what i was gonna say earlier mm -hmm. i mentioned the one about my son we're always trying Mm -hmm. to wonder what do our dreams mean and be prepared ahead of time for things or is it revealing something to pray about and you know i mentioned this several times that i dreamed that my son was Driving, or not driving a car. He was in a car, had a wreck, sideswiped all these other cars, and I had a totally different idea of what that meant. When really it was more like a vision dream where that actually did happen a few days later. He was actually in a wreck, broke his leg. It didn't occur exactly the way you'd no, seen it. No, but it, it was, didn't. So it was metaphorical. Right, but. so I couldn't make that happen. That's right. why we were saying not all dreams are, are about making Make it something happen, happen right. right? But we are talking about how do we respond mm-hmm. to dreams. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it's through prayer, and you just say, okay, I've had this dream. I don't fully understand it, or it looks clear, but I still don't have the go on it. Let's just work through it. And it's really just a response, isn't it, to our creator. It's saying we're having a conversation. It's a waiting response in almost every dream. And that's what I think I'm getting at with these type dreams that give some form of direction or revelation of what's coming or something that needs to be done. Right. It is a waiting process. It is being willing and vulnerable to wait for that to come to pass rather than trying to make it. And 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 then other dreams, it is a waiting process for the insight and wisdom of how to pray or to react or respond to the circumstances or situations that it involves. And I think it would be important because we talk about some dreams, the response is prayer. It would be important to mention, again, because we have listeners who are not Christians, they don't follow the same view of faith that we do. I I would just suggest to anybody who's listening who's not a Christian or not a strong Christian, maybe, maybe I think some of our people who listen fall into the category of they were Christians growing up, but because they believed in dreams and spiritual things, the church rejected them, and they're not maybe as strong with their faith as they used to be. And I would just say to that group, either the non-Christians or those who sort of backed away from things, who, who enjoy the podcast, it might be a good idea to just ask your creator to show you how to respond to the dream. I kind of think that, you know, I, that's prayer, I call it, but it's also really just conversation, conversation. with the giver of the dream. Yeah. 
Exactly. And so, I, you know, I think that's a, a great way to respond. Have a it's conversation. Not <laughs> right. It's not gonna hurt Have you. a conversation with the giver of the dream. Yeah. Because because if you listen to this podcast, one thing's for sure. You may be a Christian, you may not be, but one thing's for sure. The folks who listen to this contact to, to this podcast have a spiritual nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and believe that dreams are spiritual and supernatural in some fashion. Right. And so, you know, have that conversation. Exactly. You never know what's gonna happen. You can even ask for the the giver of the dream to reveal themselves to you. Yeah, it, it, you can, and and as a, as a, a, a part of the response to the dream, that may be the response that the, the dream is looking for. Yeah, well, you know, I wanted to th- mention one other thing. Um, sometimes there is an exception about a quick and an immediate response to a dream. I was thinking about my um, my daughter in law who told me that she had had a, a, a like a warfare dream warfare type dream where something was coming in she had a sword and she was having to protect her daughter and so sometimes those type dreams are immediate and sure enough that night their daughter uh, a couple of nights had come in and was afraid and said she was scared and that sort of thing so you know that's a mother is getting a dream about how to pray for their child in that moment yeah and I think I think that's a good distinction for responding when a dream requires a spiritual, when a spiritual dream requires a spiritual response, the time frame for responding is often quicker. Right. When a spiritual dream requires a natural response, a physical response, mm-hmm. the time frame for responding is often more extended. Right. And I think part of that is to allow wisdom uh, to serve its purpose to mm-hmm. allow wisdom to fulfill its role in our lives so that we respond naturally in a spiritual way right right that's cool so, well i would encourage those who are listening who <clears throat> maybe you're just joining our podcast and never heard it before start writing your dreams down you know it's amazing uh, the revelation that will come and, and metaphorical understanding that will come as you begin to write your dreams down. And, and writing them down is a response. It is a it's response. It's a response that allows it to be evaluated and meditated upon over time. And our situation, we tried. I tried to take a natural action to a dream that you had written down or we probably wouldn't have remembered it. Yeah. So you had a good response to that dream about and I'm not always house. good about it, but I am trying to improve again. I right. mean, we've gone through phases, haven't we? we? When we first learned about this, we wrote down every single dream. I had a dream journal. And then we got to where we were like, okay. And then we'd write it down every once in a while, and then we just got to where you do it so much, it's like, oh, it becomes second nature. Yeah. You know, it's just like swimming. You know, you just, you're, you've always done it. You know how to do it, and you don't think about anything else but just doing the action. But there are you know? huge benefits to coming back to writing them down. Absolutely. As we're seeing even. Absolutely. Listen, if somebody thinks we have all the answers about dreams and we do it perfect. No. Nope. No, we don't. Doesn't work that way. We're, we're sharing too. we're sharing with you on this podcast our life experience. Right. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's exciting. Sometimes it's terrifying. We try to be very open, as I think probably the last couple of podcasts, this one and the last one, show you. We try to be very, very open and vulnerable with just here's life. Yeah. With our dreams. And even with the dreams we talk about with others, most, you know, we've had guests on who were very, very vulnerable with just saying, this is, this is what I've dreamed. And it was right. 
huge in their life, you know. And I just want to encourage people who have really weird dreams or really just dreams you just go, I would never tell anybody this dream is so weird. I mean, I had one last night. I'll share it with you later. It was so weird. Um, But, you know, but I know it has a meaning. I know it has a meaning. I know there's a metaphor there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. If I told people what I dreamed last night, I'd be like, okay, now you've, not. Now you've, you've stirred Ooh. our whole podcast. Well, I'll uh, write it down. If you think it's something we need to cover, we will. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens okay. with it then. So. Well, we don't have time to cover it today anyway. No, we so. don't. And if I, um, if I shared it, it would open up a can. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, you know, this has been fun spending three or four weeks talking about responding to dreams, just mm-hmm. sort of staying on that topic, but lots of different things within that topic that we've discussed. Uh, because I do think a lot of people worry about and wonder, what do I do with this? Yeah. What do I do with this dream? Just having it and putting it aside doesn't seem to be fulfilling. Yeah. Uh, so, so if you wonder about those things, the, the writing it down gives you an act to value the dream and becomes a great response. And if you don't know how to respond to it from there, put it in your journal, sit it aside. And move on. And move on. And two years later, it may pop up it again. It may pop up again. Then you get to go through the whole process of how do I respond all That's over right. again. That's right. It's true. Well, it's always good to come and just break it down, isn't it? It is. It is. Lots of fun. And I guess with that, we come to the end of another podcast, and I suppose we should end as we always do so people act. See, I got to thinking, I can't quit ending the way I normally end because people know the podcast is over. Well, here's the thing. What if this is the, like, I think this is around the 52nd episode, which would... No, we're not quite there yet. We're getting close. mm. We may have to come up with a new ending because it's been a year of using this. (laughs) Yeah, well, so you just want me to hey, change. maybe people could write in and tell us. Send us a little message. You know, How do you end the podcast? How should we end the podcast this year? Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. anyway, we're not up to the year yet, okay. so I'll end it as I usually do Go and ahead. say, till next time, keep dreaming.